thing on? I think so. What's up, everybody? We're live. Scope episode number one that comes uh, after seven. It's going to be eight. eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're here with just a little bit of stuff that happened over the week. And we're going to talk about it. And it's going to be a good time. I got a little bit of a new camera setup going on. I got fantastic. the show is now a podcast for some stupid reason, which I think is terrible. Podcasts are important. Yeah. Are th- I wonder if you can get eight likes on your stream today. <laughs> I doubt This is the eighth episode. Are you kidding me? Is that pushing it? I. My goal for this show is to one day be able to get 69 likes and then Ooh. just stop. Then everybody stop, the show. stop liking. But anyway, let me, uh, let me cut to this. So yeah, you can find the scope online. If by some chance, like a t- one in 10 billion chance you're actually listening to this as a podcast, first off, shout out. Like, shout out you. <laughs> I mean, you're you, awesome. You found this thing. And I don't know how. Wow. I don't know how in the you found this thing. But here you are, and you're a real one. But anyway, if you want to see it live in the show notes, there will be a link to this VOD afterwards and also yes. to the channel. We broadcast live on YouTube every Monday night. Am I caught? I'm talking about broadcasting live on Mondays while I'm live on a Monday. Is that yep. going to cause well, like I mean, inception that's, well, that's or something? Okay. Yeah, you know, podcasters might be driving in their car or like going to work or the store listening to the scope. You know, they need no. to come over here and hit the like button because we're shooting for 69 <laughs> likes. I don't think anybody's going to crash games. I don't think anybody's going to listen to this damn thing. You can come over I'm and see, a, my, see my new camera set up. It looks good. I'm drinking a uh, Lyman Schlegel's uh, Slammer Shandy. Or summer, it's a Summer Shandy. Uh, summer Lingenschlegels. Okay. I don't know how to say that. I'm drinking a a Celsius energy drink. Mm. And then once that's gone, we're going to hit the Knob Creek nine year Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. And it's going to be a good time. Yep. That's what's going on over here. What What have you been up to? Me? Yeah, I think I, think, I know. I've been gaming. I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring, uh, me and Beast Mo Boon, my, you know, the nine-year-old uh, Warzone god. Uh, we've been playing some Warzone. He's better than me. Nothing new, really. At least, at least you can admit that. That takes a lot. Not easy. What, what's this deal? What's this deal with Elden Ring? I feel like I, I apparently, according to the poll, I am not, but I feel like the only person not playing that game. Like, that's just how uh, I feel. You know, it's just, it's something different. Because let's be honest, the first person shooter world, man. Sheesh. What's going on out here, man? What is going on? Yeah. For me, it's a breath of fresh air. I just, like, I need to step away. I need to play some, you know, put me in the lands of the in-between. And when I come back, maybe the first person shooter world will be awesome again. That's what I'm hoping. I got, I got a surprise for you later. Because, uh, yeah. There's a game I found. It's I don't know. There's a game I found that looks like Elden Ring, but it's a shooter, and, it, and it's pretty wild. It's called. You can see it. Spoiler alert in the topics list. It's called Witchfire. It's called Witchfire. Witchfire. That, you have to say it like that too. Witchfire. And we're gonna Witchfire. we're gonna take. They released some gameplay actually not longer. Yes, that game was announced in like 2017, 
and then uh it eventually got around to what we did six years of development i'm just saying that's kind of crazy so yeah they had three years pre-covid and then two years post yeah i I don't i don't know if that's good or bad i I really that word you know you're demonetized my bad i i just unmonetized it anyway because your gamer tag is against tos so i mean we're just we're hosed either way is it wrong if i call myself a hillbilly i (laughs) I guess so i don't know it's bad yeah and probably uh, because of halo yeah everything's halo it's halo's fault i'm i'm actually because i can't monetize the stream i'm actually missing out on tens of dollars a month like literal chicken nugget money we're talking about here that's a bottle of bourbon a year basically so i get yeah if you put if you put it that way but what i wanted to start with i'm i feel like you could play a drinking game with how many times you're gonna say elden ring but i don't know which i'm We'll try. You love Elden Ring. It's true. Everybody knows it. Shout out. So, what I wanted to talk about first was Battlefield. Dude. Okay. Battlefield. So, honestly, I said it in a video a while back, and I stand by it. Covering Battlefield, like, this saga of what it's doing is way more entertaining than the game. Because, I mean, it's just in a crazy state. And then, I... I'm having a hard time deciding if I'm having, if I'm being a butthole and like feel like there should be more stuff or if it really is just like absolutely shitting the bed. Um, because they talked about, they, so last week, since our last show, our last program, they talked about uh, adding core feedback for maps. And then they gave some examples of that, which I have pulled up on the screen here in a second. And then if I can get my production team to, uh, to switch that, thank you. And then um, <laughs> they also release an update for a scoreboard that actually comes out tomorrow. And it's a scoreboard and like two fixes. It, I think there's like three people working on that game. Um, Shout out scoreboard. What's dude, sad I, to me, I mean, I'm glad that they, uh, I'm glad they got it together. I'm glad that they're, whoever's left playing that game now has a scoreboard to look at. That's great. But, <laughs> The fact that that thing was not in the game when it launched, it, it just literally blows my mind. And it's been like a talking point. We're Ooh. doing an update with a scoreboard. Like, who cares? That's get it. coming for me, though. But I'm just the Elden Ring player now, so <laughs> uh, everybody means nothing. Everybody drink. Yay. Um, drink. I have, I have a, uh, I'm going to try to find a tweet. Uh, so one of the community managers, um, actually tweeted, I have to find it cause it, it blows my mind. I want to see it. Um, but what I was talking about, I'll find it or I'll have my, uh, my, uh, uh, production team find it. They're, they're working on it. They don't get paid much. So we're doing what we can. Um, but what, <laughs> what's so crazy to me is they announced this map rework, right? And this core feedback thing. And the biggest bummer to me was like, and we're going to talk about this a little bit with Rainbow Six, like, dude, I feel like marketing could be so much better. And this, I have no, like, right to say this probably. I'm an idiot on the internet, as as many people are. are. And (laughs) Crash is an idiot. (laughs) Shout out. Um, Shout out. There's, 
there was an, a marketing opportunity right there. We're gonna rework maps, which is a problem a lot of people had. Why was the thing that you showed on maps literally moving the points, points around? around? Yeah. It's, it's so dumb, man. That ain't gonna help crap. Anyway. So, here it is. Here it is, here it is. Let's, let's look at it. Yeah, take a look at it. So they're like, here's, so this, you have an opportunity to bring back a player base that is suffering and having a hard time like enjoying the game at all and there's so much negative and yeah. i think they eventually said that they're going to add stuff to points you could have at least given people hope by showing like that a one point a before and an after and you could have really dressed it up you could have put some more cover around it then you could have put like some fire in the background you could have done damage to the building and actually make it look like a war Instead of Take some that tornado you designed, put it somewhere in there. Yeah. Do you Maybe. like do you like Maybe those not. do you like one of those Weight Watcher commercials where the dude that's taken the same day and in the second picture the guy's just holding his gut in? But like something kinda like that. Like just suck it in a little bit, you know? For the second picture and get people excited. I was like, we have this big giant map feedback thing and the, they moved a point. Like they literally and they made a whole like side of the map pointless essentially you I, want to know a map that's not very pointless yeah Elden Ring Jesus map, Christ right. holy cow that map is so massively large <laughs> with no pointlessness to it everybody drink I can't find this tweet this is terrible um essentially what he said is uh somebody said that like how did it go They're like so this is what we get after two months because it's essentially been three and a half months after launch it's been almost two months since the last update and you get a scoreboard and aim assist fix on console the rest of it was just trivial stuff and half the time they put shit in there that they don't even fix like yep. they they don't even fix it um so someone said is this is what we get after two months and the community manager said yeah it takes a long time to do a scoreboard from scratch so two months to do a scoreboard from scratch is is pretty good and it's full of features and it had to have a lot of it done and i'm pretty happy with the team that does that pretty happy pretty happy about that i'll tell you what if you think not having a scoreboard in battlefield is a crock of crap just hit the like button just hit the like <laughs> button on this video if you think it's a crock of crap where Ooh. the state of this thing is hit the like button just hit it and eventually and eventually one day we're going to get to 69 likes and yeah, my dream will be amazing. complete and i'll probably retire from youtube and then you guys won't have to watch this shitty terrible show anymore i can't find a tweet i'm firing my production team they're what i mean what good are they get them out get them out of there okay but i do have another tweet ready see it don't worry about it so if this isn't all bad enough and like cringe what do the kids say or the what, cringy if this, <laughs> if this isn't cringe enough, I couldn't find it because uh, this person has since made. And if you're, I'm pulling all this stuff up, and then now I'm just thinking of the people at the podcast who are confusing, driving down the road in their cars and not knowing what the hell's going What's on. What's he pulling up? We don't know. If you want to know, yeah. come to Use Tubes. <laughs> True. Crash games. True. <laughs> so this son of a gun, he says. Uh, the fact that Elden Ring scored a 97 Metacritic is proof that reviewers don't give a flaming poop about game UX. My life is a lie. This guy worked on Battlefield 2042 UX and UI, and he is 
dogging on Elden Ring, who has a 97 Metacritic score, when Battlefield's Metacritic score, not as high, okay? What was um, it, like a six? Let me get my production team on it. What's your oh, production man. guy's name? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to call him. Ned? I don't, I don't know. Ned. Ned. <laughs> get on Pull it, up dude. the Metacritic. I'm going to fire this guy. He He's on... He's on... Uh, uh, we should do what, what do you time. think it scored on Metacritic. Metacritic. Yeah, what does everybody think the Metacritic score is? People are going to... take Ned at least 30 minutes to pull this up. What's your guess on what Battlefield 2042's Metacritic score was? Come on, Knowing Ned! That, knowing Elden Rings was 97. Oh, this is way too high. Oh, the user score is Liddy. Oh, um, no, don't pull that. We need at least one answer. We need at least one answer out here. It's the delay in YouTube. Somebody's got to look it up. Somebody's got to look it up. <laughs> Shout out, Boone. <laughs> probably so, so, yeah, he probably did. The answer is the meta score is 68 from the critics, and the user score is a hearty 2.1. Hearty 2.1. So, oh my gosh. As I said, you know, not as high. And he, he, I can't believe, like, some of the UI and UX has already been, like, super, like, in the first update, they were already redesigning it. They were taking away clicks and adding stuff like that. And I just feel like if, if you have something to say like that and your body of work includes Battlefield 2042, maybe just, I don't know, don't. Don't say anything? Don't do that? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. You're just kind of setting yourself up for uh, to get shot down at that point, you know. Yeah. So he has since uh, he has since made his uh, Twitter private. So you have to follow and be like okay to, or he has to like okay you to, to do stuff. Have you tried yet? I'm not following that guy. No. I ain't got time for that. I think you should like. I think you should follow him, and then by the end, we'll go back and check and see if he accepted. <laughs> just, just for science, man. Yeah, I guess I can. Science. Okay. All right, we're following. What's this guy's name? Ahmed Salama. Ahmed Salama getting a follow from Crash Games. We'll see if he accepts. Imagine getting a follow from Crash Games. uh, Imagine. Could you imagine? (laughs) Best day of his life. Man. Is he going to do one of those tweets where he tweets, like, Crash follows you, and then he's going to, like, retweet that and then be, like, all amped about it? He'll probably put the heart eye emoji and stuff. Hey, Ned, could you, uh, could you follow Mr. Salama, please. Ned. <laughs> All right. Oh, he's got the lock on there. Follow. A follow request has been sent to Salama. Let's go. All right. We'll keep that up over here on the right, and we'll uh, we'll keep check that it. updated. Yeah, we'll we'll keep you guys updated on that. If we uh, yeah. We get followed what else by is going on with Battlefield? Like, uh, so all right. So Dude. let me get it straight because I I am not I don't follow this. Like sort crash. sort yourself so, out. What I know is, uh, if I reinstall the game, which I'm not going to, but if I did reinstall the game, I would have a scoreboard now. Tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow. tomorrow add, not add. yet. Tomorrow. Right. All right. So I would have a scoreboard and, and some... some points are moved around. No. But I probably would no, 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 no. They're no. not moved around. We're talking about moving the points around. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're Discussing getting feedback that. from the community on how to best move the points around. Because, okay. see, now this is this is where I have my problem. Am I being an asshole? Because my next line of thinking is, why do we pay you 
$120 and then we have to tell you what we want in the maps. That's not our job. We're, we pay for a product to play. Now, is that being a dick or, or flip side, should I be thankful and be like, well, man, we're, uh, they're actually yep. listening to us now. Right. Yeah, we get some feedback. And then well, I, a third, I just wait, don't think it's sincere. A third one, I'm like, why wasn't the feedback listened to before launch? Which could go Perfect. right into, perfect segue, why was the scoreboard not put in before launch? To be fair, to be fair, I don't remember a video beforehand like asking if there was going to be a scoreboard or speculating about the scoreboard. I think the scoreboard was a given. I think everybody expected there to be a scoreboard. I might be wrong. But we were talking about crossplay. We were talking about, you know, VoIP and, and, and that sort of thing was kind of where the topics were, were leaning before the game launched. I, scoreboard wasn't even on people's minds because I don't think anybody thought that they wouldn't have one. Well, that's because every battlefield has had one. And I mean, it's not like, <laughs> you, you know, you go, you go into a Reddit before a video game comes out and everybody's talking about what they want to see. I mean, you don't see a lot of upvotes when somebody's like, yeah, man, I'm hoping we get a gnarly ass scoreboard, dude. I hope it's lit. Yep. Here it is. I'll pull it up on the screen. What's I the mean, scoreboard look like? It is a lot, okay? It's a lot to take in. Let me get her Let me get her sent over there to you. Ned! <sighs> I'm fired, Ned. Ned. That's a nice-looking scoreboard. I mean, kind of. I feel like there's a lot of extra stuff got, on there. But it's got names and then how many people you've killed and how many times you died. They That's did not. They did add that how many times how many times you died. I mean, yeah, exactly. So when I when I buy a game and everybody's talking about, oh, this game has like 10 maps or this game has like 35 guns or, you know, Escape from Tarkov has like some insanely depth. Then I'm like, yeah, but yeah, dude, like what's the scoreboard look like? I'm not going to pull the trigger. No, why are we, why are we talking about a scoreboard? Three and a half why months into it. What? At this point, we should be talking about the next run of content, maps, like specialists, what's going on? Man, this one's a little bit overpowered. I'm tired of seeing everybody use him. Maybe we could do some, no, that's not where the conversation is. The conversation is about a scoreboard's coming tomorrow. Tomorrow is March the 8th. True. And we're talking about a scoreboard releasing on March 8th of 20 freaking 22. Yeah, three and a half months after launch, we're getting a scoreboard. And then, uh, I just don't, I don't know. I've never, I didn't see this coming. Can you imagine if you're an idiot that built a YouTube channel on this game? <laughs> wow. Oh, get scammed, dude. Yeah, who... Who would ever do that? I need bourbon. Joke's on you. Yeah. So, essentially, that's what's up. The next update is supposed to have... Well, the next update is supposed to have more substantial uh, stuff into it, but it is a month away. And in the next one, they said they're going to be reworking weapon attachments, which is good because currently the plus system is still bugged, where you get a 30% drop in recoil the first time you change any attachment. It doesn't matter what attachment it is. You you drop recoil just using the plus system, so that's bugged. And then the majority of like the compensators that say they do the same thing, 
do the exact same thing, but one does it just a little bit more. So half the attachments are useless. And then they said they're gonna rework the M5C bolt. And like some of that stuff, like they're gonna balance some of the vehicles. Why, why is that taking five months? Uh, the, only, the only thing I can think of and I'm worried about is there's like four people working on this game right now. And there are What's everybody else doing. What's all the twelve studios that were working on this? Where are they? They're they're just gone. Like gone. Yeah, they're 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 pieced out. Um, we do know that uh, Ripple Effect is still working on. Uh, formerly Dice LA is still working on Portal. Um, but as far as Stockholm, what's going on in Dice Stockholm? Like, I I feel like most people have left. I did see. Um, one of the, the communication manager, not the communication manager, but like the, the content creator, uh, person that sets all that stuff up, said he's no longer and, and help and does the marketing and content creator campaigns. Uh, he's no longer working on 2042 so that he's moved on. I saw that in a tweet today. I think they're all moving on from, it, and it's going to be crazy to see. I feel like we're going to get like a season with four specialists, four maps, and like eight guns, and that's gonna be it, and they're gonna pull the plug on it. And I, it's gonna go down to me as one of the biggest AAA flops in the history of video games. And I hope the next time it comes around, people remember and don't pre-order. And uh, I'll be there screaming it from the rooftops, saying by every year saying they're gonna pre-order it. Every time, every time I make it, and every time I make a Battlefield video and talk about this disaster, I lose subscribers. So. By that point in two years, I'll have like four subscribers and we'll, uh, we'll just, uh, we'll just talk about not pre-ordering and we'll start a grassroots movement to not pre-order the game, I guess. Make one video a day about not pre-ordering. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple other games that have failed on this front. Um, I see in chat like Cyberpunk did, but I mean, they've already turned it around, right? And then you have... Um, the other one I can think of is No Man's Sky, and they turned it around. And this game could be turned around. It could. I mean, it's it could be, but at this rate, I don't think it can be. It's so slow. Uh, Pyro, thank you so much for the two dollars. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and by the way, guys, at the end, for those of you guys in chat, uh, we'll definitely do a chat Q and A. Um, if anyone's around after this disaster, and we'll we'll chat with you guys. I would love to. Um, so anyway, little disclaimer, like the stream, whatever, I mean, whatever you're into, it's fine. Hit it. We're trying to get to 69 likes, but I don't, I don't think it's possible. No, not possible, but it's fun to think about. But yeah, that's essentially what's going on. Um, not, not much for battlefield. It's still, it's still crazy. I'm still making videos about it. People watch them. And honestly, I've just been prefacing the videos. They're they're borderline entertainment because like who like who knows what the hell's gonna happen next like it i've never seen anything like it in triple a shooter it it's pretty crazy so yeah do we do we stick a fork in battlefield like like so many have I mean, already I'm, or do you i'm i'm good to fork it okay you know i'm glad we got a scoreboard coming tomorrow next and then it paint it pains me um, it pains me when I see uh, people like developers who are out of touch and talking smack on other games that are clearly better than theirs. It's just absolutely wild to me. Next. So 
Call of Duty. We played the other night, you and I, the succulent ham, and we had to go to gunfight because there was a massive influx of there cheaters out. Yeah, I would love to hear uh, people either in the comments or comments of the podcast. I can't say it, dude. Nobody's listening to this as a podcast. I can't even say it. Um, Like comments, chat, whatever. Let me know if you guys have seen a lot of cheaters if you guys are playing Warzone because they're one of the cheat providers actually is making them some cheats free. Yep. I think, uh, you know, Activision has a lawsuit against this major cheat provider. Everybody knows who it is. Do I show but, it then? Uh, I haven't pulled Do I show it? I don't I mean, it doesn't matter. If people want to cheat, they're going to cheat. Don't cheat in video games. It's it's not cool to do. Like, just don't do it. But the thing is, Stop like, I, obviously Warzone, Call of Duty has had a big cheater problem. Um. Uh, and now the biggest cheat provider who, you know, Activision finally filed a lawsuit against them. And now they come out with a free version of their cheats. And we were playing over the weekend and it was terrible. And the thing is, these, uh, the free cheats, it's not aimbot, but it's literal. it's a literal free UAV and a free, uh, free walls basically so you could just it's it's just garbage and they're doing it to just a big f you to ricochet uh but i will say i think they've combated it pretty hard because we played played a little yesterday and i played we played tonight and we didn't run into one really noticeable yep i was surprised i was surprised but that one day it was absolutely terrible i'm like i am not doing this i cannot do this because everybody we ran into was cheating. But yeah. today, like I said, we ran for a few hours and uh, nothing. So, I don't know. I feel like they're working. I mean, the Ricochet's doing what they what they can. I when I when you told me about this and I saw this, the place I went in my head and it could it could just be wishful thinking. I was like, "Oh, maybe this is just like their swan song. Like this is their last FU before they get taken down." Um, Activision filed what I said it earlier was it 80 million? It was like it an was 80. A lot. It was first okay. For some reason in my old boomer brain, I have I have 80 million and 300 million in my head. Those numbers not even close. What I don't know. Let me look. Let me look. But anyway, they're suing, Activision is suing them for a lot of money, which is awesome. I hope it starts a precedent. This was back in January when this started. Um, I really hope that they, this sets a precedent for other AAA companies to go after the cheaters, the source, like go after the source. They're set up the TOS in their games that can be, you know, defended in court and get them out of there. Get them out of there. There's I think gotta that's... be a way for them to go after them and like shut them down. There has to think... be because they went after uh, SBMM. You remember that SBMM.com or whatever, where yeah. you could get on there and you could tell if there was a cheater in your lobby and like it was great. I enjoyed it. It was nice. Uh, it added to the game and they just shut them down. But mm. they have these cheater. Uh, companies running around and they haven't done crap that really rubbed me the wrong way so i was glad to see them 
hit the lawsuit against the big cheat provider. And uh, but I really hated to see the cheat provider be like, "Hey, everybody gets free cheats now." So I just I just hope it evens out. But I was very happy tonight that we didn't run into any. So maybe you know. Yeah, that's awesome. It's actually, I was wrong on all accounts. Um, who would have thought? Weird, right? Eight hundred million. Eight hundred million. This show is this terrible. Show sucks. Like the stream. Don't like it. It's terrible. Or the podcast. Can you like a podcast? I mean, I don't know. Podcast people are always like, give it a five stars on an Apple Podcast. Leave us a review or something. Put it on it, Yelp. Is I feel like. Thing? I don't yeah, know. Yelp it. How was your business? Did you enjoy your stay? Was the food good? Yeah, probably not. Mm -hmm. No, no. But other than that, honestly, so I was going to talk about this in the beginning. I've hit a little bit of a Tarkov wall. Um, have you? Yeah, I have. Uh, I've gotten to a point where I have most of the in Escape from Tarkov. I have most of the trader. I have two of the traders all the way maxed out so I can buy everything cheap. And all the rest of them are one away from getting maxed out. So I only need XP to get everything unlocked. And, and I'm to a point where my tasks that I have left are horrible. Like slam your weaning a car door, horrible. Not fun. It's not fun. Yeah, like you're gonna lose, you're gonna die a lot. You're gonna lose a ton of money trying to complete these just for XP. At the end of the day, I'm just like, numbers i'm zach galifianakis with like equations floating around my head i'm like if i fail this quest or this task two times i will lose as much rubles as i would save if i bought the items that i would buy from them like 15 times so it's like the the juice isn't worth the squeeze on unlocking the traders so there's that um there's been i think a lot of casual players have been dropping out there's no skill-based matchmaking in tarkov which is awesome but it's kind of random this is my first swipe, so I'm probably at towards the end of not as good. I have like a 67 percent extraction rate. You don't KD really is not anything because it puts scavs in there. So I mean, doing pretty well for me for like my first swipe and taking it seriously. But I've just come to a point where, I mean, legit, I'm like I've escaped from Tarkov. I don't want to yep. go back in there. <laughs> like why? You know why would I go do? back in there? You should visit the land of the in betweens and the Elden Ring. Drink drink it's true i might have to did you see the poll most uh, of the people are with me the people are with me no elden ring i get it though i mean it's not it's not a game for everybody and it may not be a game for me but i'm enjoying it so trotting around on my horse charlie me and charlie just riding the countryside slaying dragons and stuff. i guess so here's the thing so i hit this wall in tarkov right everybody knows it the thing that i've been that i started to have fun again was that i went back to gunfight in modern warfare and a lot of people you know say i i feel like people that weren't necessarily like super hardcore call of duty fans think modern warfare 2019 is good and the people that are like Call of Duty fans for a long time don't like it because like of the mini map changes and like they think it's too drab and boring and stuff like that. I've heard all that stuff before and I've really liked it. But gunfight, I just I don't know. I like round based stuff like S&D and Rainbow Six Siege and I like it to be competitive and round based and gunfight is just like the simplest form of that. 
and yeah. I hope they do something with a gunfight like ranked in Call of Duty Modern Warfare Roman numeral two. Yeah. Um, I really hope. It's a good game. Like we played it the other night. It was a blast. It's like first-person shooters have gotten so stale lately, especially because I was like all about Tarkov, and then all of a sudden. I went on these raids where I just got like one tap 10 seconds in because if, if you're really good at the game, you can predict where other players are going to be because people spawn in the same place and they have these routes and stuff and you can get intercepted all the time. I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, I don't even, I don't like, I used to like find a quest and that's what I would do or I'm working on this quest line and that's what I'm going to do. And then I got to where I don't want to do the quest, so I'm like, what do I do? I guess I go in and just try to loot, but then, like, I have enough rubles, I don't... I don't know. I guess I can go for PvP, because the gunfights are really good, but... Then at the same time, I'm like, strip it all down, 2v2 or 3v3, give me a gun, and a tiny map and round base, and we'll see who's better. Like, that's that's kind of where I got to. Yep. So I hope they do it. I I really... I, ranked modes get me amped too um so i hope they add like a gunfight rank they added ranked play in vanguard and then also uh search and destroy ranked would be lit i want to i want to get build an absolutely diabolical crew and just destroy search and destroy wait and just destroy dominate and search and destroy. yeah I, I, that was want to win every time i get it yeah i just want to do good i want to do good in search and destroy I'm I'm looking forward to Modern Warfare too. I'm I'm excited to see what they're gonna what they're gonna do out there, you know. And then given two years of time, I, I think it's almost a guarantee now that Warzone Two will not drop until 2023. I think that's almost I'd say it's 90% chance of that. And I I really hope they do add, you know, if they did a ranked gunfight, I, I love that man. And such a good change of pace, and that would be a great way to get in, get familiar with the guns, uh, rank guns up, and not be bored out of your mind uh, playing like team deathmatch. Yeah, have something that well, I feel, I feel like ranked play is a is a compromise for skill based matchmaking because they've said and we've heard that skill based matchmaking isn't going anywhere in Call of Duty, and everyone hates it. So if you're gonna have it, give people a reward for it and make it a rank where you get a really cool cosmetic or weapon skin or charm that everybody can see like in the kill camp when you kill them. That, oh, this guy made diamond. That's what they do in Siege. So you have all the guys, I'll get killed by somebody in Rainbow Six and it's like, this guy had a diamond charm and I'm like, oh dang, that's that's pretty badass. And then the second thought I have is, why am I playing against somebody diamond? I'm old. And so, I mean, there's just a whole thought train that happens right there. But yep. at the same time, I feel like you have casual modes that are like um, ping based and that's it and random. And then for the skill based matchmaking, you like actually let people know that it's skill based matchmaking and it's ranked. And you get an award? Award? Reward? Award? Award or reward? I'd be there for it. I'd be there for it, man. It'd be fun. But either way. I I hope to get a get a crew together and uh and play play there, a lot man. of search and destroy. I think it would be great. Um is that it for COD? There's not a lot going on right now. And that's it. The uh you know, Caldera's there. 
Added a couple POIs. We got Nebula Bombs of Gas. Uh, it's not in a great spot. Most people are playing Rebirth. So that's kind of where it is. I saw I saw a lot of people. Weren't there a lot of people that were pretty amped about um, uh, like Vanguard Royale? Because they added health and they took away. Yep. Like they made UAVs hard to get and they took away Deddies and stopping. Like, well, and they all did. Then they. they they did revert the UAV process back. They buffed the health by 50 on your base base health. Uh, we played it some tonight. It felt fine. Uh, I just saw... I Rebirth saw... Iron Trials is in, and then there's also the big change coming to Rebirth Island. Probably, uh, possibly this week, maybe next. Potentially? They're going to... Yeah, they're going to... It's, it's either going to happen this week or next week. They're reworking Rebirth Island, a new version. Same map. I don't know what they're doing. I can't wait to find out, though. Oh. I think that's going to be hype. I think that's going to be as hype as Caldera for people. Yeah, I think a lot of people play Rebirth, and yeah. there's a good. It's my favorite BR. I mean, I've I've said it a lot. Like hands down, man. Like your team. It makes you wonder what are they going to do with Warzone Two. Obviously, they're going to have a brand new big BR map, but they cannot shun away from the Rebirth crowd. So I don't think so. Do? I would. I, I wish they would, um, because I feel like the rebirth map isn't too much bigger than a multiplayer map. What is it? Probably like six multiplayer maps. Probably. I I wish they could. I mean, they did with ground war. They kind of sectioned off for Donsk into different spots. I just wish there'd be like three or four at least different rebirth maps. Be nice. Would be super cool to get some get some variety. And that and game it was kind of cool. cool. It's kind of cool on the Vanguard Resurgence. Where right. They did that in Caldera, and they, you know, every time you dropped, you typically had a different play area that you were playing in. That was that was okay. I didn't hate that. I, we had a lot of fun in that. Right. So. Yeah, and I just feel like Resurgence is awesome to play with friends because, like I was saying, like you're either everybody's in it and we're still good, or you're out of it and you're getting in another lobby. Like there's none of that waiting and watching your buddy try to drive around and get everybody back with a contract that you know is not going to work. And like the regains, man, it sucks. It's just I don't know. I think it's I think it's the best version of Battle Royale that there is. It's the one that really the only one that I you know would play. Yeah, by by choice be honest because it's yeah that's it i feel so call of duty will be what's the timeline like that on that game usually they start talking about it in the spring right like they do like they start yep. doing teasers like late spring and then in the summer they usually do their reveal thing so like yep vanguard was a little bit later they did vanguard like right before it launched you know there's like nothing 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 and then all of a sudden it's like boom here it is boom here's a beta boom here's the alpha what the hell ever and rolled on you know it was crazy i anticipate this one having a little more of a build-up going back to that modern warfare uh namesake uh they have a real opportunity to to bring the hop back cheers lean and clayton but we'll see i'm excited about it it'll be it'll be a, a fun year for for call of duty i think yeah it's usually i want my boomer brain wants to say like may when they like start talking about that stuff they start like doing little teasers and stuff. And I, I said it in the Beast Mode Boons Twitch stream. I really think they'll bring Verdansk back as a marketing thing. Because mm. they've created a a group of people that get hit with the nostalgia, like talking about Verdansk. 
And so like they want it back and they crave it. And that's the perfect way to get people back in that modern warfare vibe. For sure, man. Just take it back to season one. Verdansk. Uh, bring the kilo back. All the, yeah, just bring it back. Verdansk reloaded. People would go, go insane. They'd go nutty over that. People, people would freak out. They would, they would freak out a lot. I'd probably still be playing Rebirth, but a lot of people would freak out. I'd freak out for like a good six or seven minutes, and then I'd be yep. good. And then the circle would pull me through downtown. I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm out." And that's it's been real, but we'll catch you on the next one. So, I guess we can talk about the next thing if you're down. And go I, ahead. Let's I, talk about some Rainbow. So, Rainbow Six. Are you guys excited about it? No, because they're not saying anything. Like, it's been so weird. Uh, Pingu was tweeting about it today. They've also put out, they're like, like kind of pulling like a battlefield. And it's just weird. So they've, they've, they've had material out that has said that the, the season comes out tomorrow, which is two weeks after the test server. And then they also have uh, stuff that says the 14th so no one really knows and they've been incredibly silent about it and this has been a problem in in my opinion for quite a while with rainbow six is they don't they have like you just don't see that hype for a season right like i see when a when apex legends has a new season like i see that stuff plastered everywhere like when call of duty has a new season there's a trailer and everybody gets amped and it's all that like when rainbow six has a new season one people have played it for two or three weeks in the test server so like there's not really a surprise anymore and two they just haven't been like getting people hyped like they do those really cool cgi cinematics and they they don't do that for the new season and this is like a new year this is like year seven season one and you have people confused when it's coming out and then you have people that are like that like don't even like people don't even care and honestly the new uh azumi which is the new operator um, what she does is she has throwing knives and she throws them and they build like a, they span out in a circle and it builds like a wall material. So like if somebody breaches a hole and they have a line of sight, you can throw that knife next to it and it'll fill in and cover up the hole. So you can also do stuff, um, just basically put a tiny wall like, like anywhere and do it remotely and safely. So, I mean, I think it's, I think it's going to be a massive, massive change for the meta of the game. And they're just like quiet about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I would like to see them. Cause you know, I remember last time we talked about this, they're bringing in a mode where you can like go, is, is it a respawn mode where you can gotta go in die, check out the maps. Like they should be trying to get that. I feel like they should be trying to get that out to new players. Be like, Hey, come try our game. We have this in now so you can get accustomed to it. So you're not getting exactly. You know, exactly ranked or whatever that's a really good point um team deathmatch the team deathmatch mode that people have been wanting for a really long time actually also releases um this season so either tomorrow since they took down the one that said tomorrow people are thinking a week from tomorrow so like the 14th or 15th um but that's a great point that's a that's a mode that's never been in siege and it's a mode that a lot of people have said will be great for new players because yeah you can get in a map you can run around you can get used to the mechanics you can get used to the fact that you can't slide leaning is really important 
um crouching is really important lines of sight are really important and like you can't jump so that's a change from a lot of shooters and people can get used to those mechanics without having to go face you know ai you can jump in you can jump in elden ring now drink <laughs> but yeah i mean they should be no one that saw that coming the, uh, they should put that out to the uh they should be trying to get that word out to other players because it is kind of a prime time to, for like a, a game like Rainbow Six to have a bit of a, you know, I'm not saying they're going to overtake Apex and Warzone and, and Forknife, but I think there's an opportunity right now because it's a little bit stagnant again, you know? Yeah. It's a little stale. And if they would kind of, if they could hop that up and get it out to new people, they would have an opportunity to grow that, that player base right now. Yeah they're not they're not really putting the, the effort into that i don't feel I'm, I'm not feeling it no i i'm with you on that um honestly so i pulled up some tweets from pingu i'm gonna move around in this just to look at it a little bit um this is the one where he said yesterday yeah it said um launching march 8th and then they took it down because no one knows what's going on and here they just like completely removed that so it's demon veil the first season of year seven um and adds azami uh, to the game's roster with their Kanai shaved Kiba barriers. So, yeah. Um, and then, so I feel like with Rainbow Six, there's a lot of people have tried it. I don't think they necessarily need to reach that many new players. I think they need to do something to get people back and stuff like the shooting range. Um, a lot of the changes, like they're making some really awesome changes. Like one of the reasons one of the reasons like I didn't, I kind of left it for quite a while. I've been dabbling in it every once in a while because I I just, I still really like that game. Um, but is just because of the Smurfs and cheaters and they're doing a lot to really help with those two things. They're making it, they're working with third party companies to make it where you have to have a cell phone, not one of the ones where you can get a temporary cell phone to, to verify accounts with fake cell phones. They're getting rid of that. So you have to have a single cell phone number that is your number to be able to play ranked. So that's gonna keep people from getting multiple accounts where they derank to, to crap on lower level players. So they're get, they're fixing that, which is amazing. That helps cut down on cheaters because it's gonna be hard for, harder for them to get into ranked if they get banned. And, and yeah, and that, there's just a, the thing about it is for new players, um, Seth says this in the comments, which is super, 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 uh, correct there's so much waiting if like so well you haven't played it very much if we went into a game more than likely you're going to drive your little drone around like oh this is really cool and then you're going to run up to the building try to get in and you're going to get a headshot from somewhere you didn't see you'll watch the kill cam and then you're going to sit there for three minutes while we play out the rest of the round and that sucks for new players to learn you know what would be nice if you could respawn right away you know what game mode allows you to respawn right away? Team Deathmatch, and they're adding it. And it's just, it's it's a great way for people to learn the maps and mechanics without waiting around a bunch. So, yeah. I just feel like they should be talking about those changes a lot more. They're doing a lot of really good stuff with cheaters and smurfs, player behavior. Um, the game itself is great. A lot of stuff has been due to player behavior, like griefing and things like that. And they're actually, oh, heartburn from the bourbon. They're actually adding um, 
like a karma system. Like if you're a butthole, people can report you for being a butthole and eventually like your karma will go down. Like if it happens a bunch, they're they're doing a deal like the other day, I hopped in a quick match to warm up because there's no TDM and I got team killed. Somebody shot me in the back of the head and then they left the match. Well, if they stayed in the match, the next person they shoot, it kills themselves. So it's like a ricochet, like kind of like in Call of Duty in hardcore. If you shoot too many people, it kills you. And some of, I can't remember which titles had that, but some of them did. And, but now he left the match and he can go do it to somebody else. Well, in the next season, that stays with you. So if you team killed somebody, you leave and you get in another match, it still is to where if you shoot someone else, it'll kill you. So like, they're just, they're fixing a bunch of stuff and they're not telling people about it. What's wrong with people? Like, why would you want to like, just randomly go in a game, kill a teammate and back out? That just makes, that makes no sense. People are weird, man. People are super weird. I, I don't I don't get the kind of person that gets off on making somebody else's day worse. I makes I don't, no sense. I don't vibe with that. Like like at all. I completely do not understand whatsoever. But yeah. So that that's what's going on with Siege. And then I wanted to to play so I saw this article earlier. I wanted to play Devil's Advocate a little bit. Do you think so PC Games in a website I really like, like they have a whole first person shooter section that I, I really like their website. Shout out to them. Um, so uh, Carpazzi's, uh, he is, I can't, Alex Carpazzi's, he's the, uh, the creative director of Rainbow Six Siege. He's like the main dude. And he said, they asked him about, you know, if somebody else is going to do it because you know, Siege is still really popular. Like they've lost a lot of people, but they also grew a lot and they're still holding a lot of numbers, way more than some other games, <laughs> 2042. And um, <laughs> so what he says is, I now this this is kind of one of those things, like I you could take it a couple different ways. And in text, it's hard to tell. He says, I feel sorry for any game that tries that kind of recipe now. So he's saying that if anybody tried to copy, like if they're worried about a competitor, he's saying, nah, they ain't gonna do what we did. And part of me is like, I mean, that's true. It's so complicated. It's a, such a complex game with the operators and how they work and interact. And plus you have um, destructible maps. So anywhere there's a soft wall, you can make a hole, shoot a hole, breach a hole. And then those changes that you've made to the map have to be on everybody's client side so they can see them too. And then also sound propagates differently. So if you punch a hole in a wall, you can hear through the wall easier, like stuff like that. Just, I can't imagine coding that kind of stuff. So he's kind of not wrong. So, but if it comes from a place of like, kind of being like full of yourself, does cocky. that mean, yeah. Does that mean that they're not going to innovate anymore? Like, does that, is that, are they going to be complicit? And right. to be fair, he never goes, good. right. He goes on to say, and is that, is that why they're not like, is that why they're not trying to, uh, are they comfortable with the player base? Is that why they're not like, marketing some of these awesome changes more because like no one hears about them they're not and is it because they're just happy where they're at and they're not worried about competition so he says we have seven years of technology and systems and operators and stories this game is more than a, the package it was six years ago because we're a live service i hate that word now and because we've done that term sorry We've done so much investment. I think it's actually pretty intimidating to compete with something like that. Now we take immense pride in that. And I think they should, like, I, I really think it should be commended that we're going into year seven of siege and they're still making a lot of really important changes. Console, which is probably their biggest player base compared to PC is getting a lot of love this year. 
they're adding um, a ton of stuff with uh, controller sticks, like giving people a lot more control over like dead zone, uh, the different curves and stuff to your sticks that they haven't had. They just had a flat, you know, sensitivity. They're adding so many more settings for console now. And, and I, I think it should be somewhat commended that they're in year seven. Honestly, I bought the ultimate edition in like year four on super sale on an Amazon sale for like 30 bucks. And I'm still chilling with it and playing a ton out of it and getting a ton of free content and that without having to spend a dime, which is pretty crazy this day and age in my opinion. And I, I feel like they're one of the few games that actually has pulled off like the live service thing. And right now Battlefield's live service is a scoreboard. Which is pretty cool. But I didn't I don't know. I don't know how to take that. Is it like we're cool, we're chilling, no one's gonna compete with us? Which is probably true. I put I put Rainbow Six Siege and Escape from Tarkov in their own kind of categories that people aren't really probably ever gonna copy because they're just too complicated. But yeah. I don't know how to take it. So that's pretty much what's going on with Siege. There will probably be um the new season on March 17th 16th 16th next week next probably Tuesday what everybody thinks have you ever had Knob Creek nine year it's good it's pretty good it's pretty, pretty tasty it's pretty knobby and creaky but it's... um so yeah is there anything you wanted to add to that game? That no, I think that's it. I mean, uh, it's kind of to the point where I, I wouldn't mind giving it a try if I could get it on sale. They do. They do a lot of sales. Seven. That's it's pretty crazy. So they do. They do a lot of sales, and you probably can. And honestly, yeah, TDM would be really cool. And it. I mean, it's the game that I learned to play keyboard and mouse on. So maybe, maybe you could get, maybe you get some keyboard and mouse practice in. I need some, it. Get some leaning, some jiggle peaks going one tap God knows i need it but yeah i mean it i i just think team deathmatch is a really good deal they're eventually also adding a firing range which is really important too to learn learn recoil and stuff like that and it, you also have to get in that habit of like um there's a one-shot headshot mechanic which isn't like that in other games so like when your health gets low and it doesn't regen the lower your health gets like if you take damage on a fight or two then you have to, I mean, there's times where you buckle down, you put your crosshair in the right spot and you say, I got to get this heady. Like you have to go for headshots at some point when your health gets low and it gets you in the habit helping with crosshair placement. Cause that's huge and hard for new players. Like if you have your crosshair, if you go around with it at head height, you're at such an advantage cause you can, you can hit people in the head. But anyway, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Halo. They have Halo. They have experienced their 145th delay. Feels like. Is this delay going to be the? Uh, my question is, since Halo was the downfall of Battlefield, will this delay be the uh, the rebirth of Battlefield 2042? They could take the opportunity of this delay and turn the tables on their previous statement. And it's not going to happen. I'm just saying. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No. 
But what a lot of people, what a lot of people listening at home or, or in their car, <laughs> right? There's the podcast version of this. What it's a welcome. Yeah. If you're, uh, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to get in the headspace of someone that would listen to this shit show on a podcast, and I can't figure it out. But anyway, you didn't know this. Battlefield and Halo are very, very intertwined. Halo's release is one of the very key ingredients for Battlefield 2042's downfall. So. Yes. You have to wonder, you have to wonder if this Halo, this Halo uh, delay is going to cause any issues with Battlefield. They're very, they're very, very interconnected. Know. All right. So I have the stuff to pull up here. Shout out Ned. Is that what I named him? Ned. Um, I got a top notch production assistant. team here. Um, so <laughs> what they said in a giant blog post. So I do have to commend them on this blog post because they do a really good job of communicating. Like they addressed a lot of stuff the next season and the season after that and when stuff's coming. Um, all this means that we will not be able to ship campaign network co-op on May 3rd at the start of season two, but we are still aiming to deliver campaign network co-op later in season two. So the game, as everyone knows, didn't launch with campaign co-op, which is a pillar of Halo in my opinion. But now mid season two, so sometime, this summer, about the same time, we get season one of Battlefield. <laughs> no, I'll just wait yeah. for it. Then you'll be able to do a campaign co-op with your friends. And then they also go on to say that they're flighting uh, Forge to a small group, a uh, small community. And I'm I'm really excited for Forge in this game. Um, when Halo came out, um, I did play it some, and I enjoyed it, and it felt good. Like the base game felt good, but man, it needs content, in my opinion. Like. Uh, struggling man i mean even looking at the twitch numbers on on halo man they are way down yeah way down i was not battlefield 2042 down but they're way down yeah i was i was like completely floored um that that there was like how many maps are there I don't know, but you know, I've not heard many people saying like terrible things about Halo, like how it's broken. I think it's no their problem it's... is a complete lack of content. Complete lack of content. I gotta look that up. It's holding them. It's holding them back. RMP. I maps. think people just expected more out of the launch of that game. I don't think the uh, doesn't sound like the the core game is broken in any way. It's just very shallow. Yeah. It says there's ten. Yeah, it says there's ten maps, but like they're not, they're not all in every round, right? Or in every mode. Like if you're if you're someone that likes playing big team battle, I think there's only like four or five, um, maps. And and then the cosmetics seem weird to me. I remember uh, people were also upset um, with the progression was incredibly slow to like unlock stuff in the battle pass and things like that and it was really 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 grindy Um, got a little too grindy so yeah i i don't know i hope they can turn it around honestly what do you have you ever seen stuff made by the old forge or do do you know what forge is uh no so forge is where people can build their own maps like you can put together like your own like the community can build maps and it, back in the day, it was really cool. There's all, there's still some like really cool Forge maps. Some people would like remaster like Call of Duty maps and stuff. 
into it and um that's cool yeah so i'm i'm pretty excited i still have hope for halo um especially if they uh if they get their their shit in a group and get more maps out and then i think forge could be really really cool um especially uh, there's there's a ton of potential with that game i think it's going to be around and uh at least their game's out and it's working i mean look at it i'm looking at twitch right now there is uh yeah 5.6k watching halo infinite 300 watching 2042 <laughs> so i mean it's doing um uh, you know a lot better than yeah. anyway uh, yeah the game works and it has a scoreboard right uh, they're i think they're fine i think they're fine yeah but. it'll get there i'm 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 interested in forge this go around too because traditionally more people have used that on pc and it's like easier to work with i think i'm not sure if it if you can do forge on console or not in this new one um, I'm not 100 percent sure. It'd be cool if you could. I th I feel like the more people you get that in the hands of, the better. Um, like the bigger opportunity for really cool stuff to be done. Um, but there's more of a PC player base now because this is the first Halo to release natively with a PC port, like right off the rip. So I feel I feel like there's I don't know. I'm just excited to see what people come up with Forge. I think there'll be a lot of PC folks that are gonna mess with it. Um, I, I should look it up if it's going to be on console because now I'm, now I'm curious and I, I don't want to spread misinformation. Will Halo... Forge sounds cool. Imagine if Call of Duty did a Forge. I, I'd make some gunfight maps that would just... Only I could win. That's crazy. That's what I would do. For sure. Hmm. Doesn't say... No, no data on the Forge. I'm just seeing on here mostly they're talking about it on PCs. It might be PC. I assume it'd be a lot easier to do and design yeah. on a PC. But yeah, I I don't think. I think it might just be on PC. But the PC creations can be pushed to Xbox One for those like people can still play the maps. So so still like. To what I was saying, like maybe uh, more people will have access to it because I feel like there's a larger number of people who are playing PC Halo. And the other thing that I think uh, Infinite did like super, super good was they uh, they did ranked right, in my opinion. And I, 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 rank, I, I don't know, ranked is sweet. But what they did was they made it input-based, right? So like in Warzone, and stuff you always have the you know controllers with aim assist versus the flickability of a mouse and like you know which one's better but on halo it's like input based ranking which i think is super super cool because it ends the debate like you play ranked against your input and i i think a lot of people crave input based uh matchmaking because whatever side you're on like um well in warzone like you as a console player you're probably like oh these damn keyboard and mouse PC players, players with their 120 fov <laughs> yeah and then then i'm over here like all oh, these damn console Man, the players aim assist. their aim assist is literally aimbot yeah. yeah i'm just complaining the whole you time. know what i think i think everybody just needs to get good get kid. good kid yes yeah, I, I can't do that because i'm too old so 
Now what do I do? Did you know more people have voted in your poll than have liked the video? What? Yep. Oh. And <laughs> did you know Elden Ring's getting shit on right now? 23% are with me. They're like, yeah, I'm going to go run around the lands of in-between. I guess. Which brings me to my next point. Um, the Elden Ring first-person shooter game called Witchfire. And which fire is it? You don't know. Which fire is it? I don't know. <laughs> I want to see some gameplay. I'm going to find it here. Oops. Get Ned on that was, it. That was a Ned, quick pull up the Witchfire. Ned's a little slow. Uh, he's actually had quite a bit of bourbon tonight. Um, yeah. All right. Let's play this thing. Get it going here for you. It's only like a minute, so I gotta be quick. I gotta be quick. Um. So yeah, there's a game that I I don't know where I heard about it, but like a couple weeks ago, they actually just released gameplay, and it legit looked to me like Elden Ring as a first person shooter. And they have a whole blog where like they talk about it, and it it is similar to the Souls games. Um, they said, um, but it, but it is a shooter, and the graphics look like crazy, like the gun barrels turn like orange when you're shooting a bunch and stuff like that. It looks like really cool. So I don't know with with like with like all the Elden Ring hype, like I thought it would be cool to like take a look at this. Cause what do you what do you think as an Elden Ringer yourself? Um, I mean, it looks like you took Elden Ring, put it in first person, really. It really so, does. That's kind of what I thought. Like the beach scenes. Is that a really... side of grace there? You don't know. Maybe it is. The health bars look the same. But this is definitely an... pulled a lot from the Souls games. I think this is another game where they talk about like delays, and then they also have talked about um, their um, working from home being an issue. Um, so and it's an indie studio so at the time they were talking about it i think they had nine people working on it which is like not that Dude, many if i had a six shooter in elden ring market oh. would have been no problem what would you be doing pop 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 yeah be running up. i'd have that game beat right now is what would i be doing you want to watch that again don't you still looks Witch cool fire. it does look cool yeah so i don't know i thought it was cool to, to mention um i'll keep an eye on it if something happens i'm really i'm really hoping that we get some more uh more info on it soon they they did just release uh uh dev blog talking about like the challenges and stuff and like where they're at and what they're working on which is pretty cool and i think they expect a beta this year so um for the end of the year might get to play this game so it looks pretty cool but I, I, I mean, I hadn't seen, I love seeing like unique stuff like that. And this is where we, we talk about like indie developers versus AAA developers, like all the time, like there's pluses and minuses to them, but it seems like the indie developers are just can, can try more crazy mechanics and settings and experiment a lot more than True. AAA studios. Cause True. they don't, they don't have shareholders to if worry you, about. If you like unique things though, you should definitely try Elden Ring. Drink. Drink. So yeah. Looks cool though. There's that. When I saw it, I definitely thought of you and your in-betweening land or whatever. Whatever you kids say. Yep. Hip-hop music. The lands of the in-between. Yep. Yeah. And then... How's, uh, how's World War Three coming along? Dude. Pretty good. So, they did an audio update. 
I didn't make a video on it. Have I, you tested it? Have you actually listened to the... What do you think? I did. Scale of um, 1 to 10. No words yet. Scale of 1 to 10. Before the audio uh, fix and after. Uh, a 0 and a 6. So it, it jumped up quite a bit then. In my opinion... It was that bad. Yeah. Yeah. It went from the worst audio I've heard in a shooter and unacceptable to like acceptable like like if i acceptable if I, still kind of bad yeah like like it didn't blow me away so like towards the top of the scale i give like insurgency sandstorm that audio is really really good um so if if it would have came out with the audio it has now i don't think i would have been i would have noticed it that much it, it's kind of like audio you're not like oh that sounds really good but it's like acceptable in my opinion some of the guns sound really good. Some of them, they didn't change too much. Uh, footsteps are definitely better. Um, how the sound propagates in buildings and stuff um, is definitely better. Um, but yeah, so I think it's to where like it's not going to hold the game back at this point. That makes sense. Right, that's good. I have told people or mentioned to friends, like if you want to hear a really cool game, like try insurgency sandstorm because the audio is stupid i'm not going to do that with world war three i'm not going to be like dude you should try this because the audio is insane no but it's it's not something i would say don't get it because the audio is dog water if that makes sense so i was actually hoping for more i was hoping for more as we always are um but pretty good better than it was that's much better than it was but that's a positive but if I turn if I turn your attention to the screen, um, here's all the other stuff they fixed too, which is like, I I saw people comparing this to the to the battlefield patch notes, which were like um, this. So here's the fixes on the battlefield uh, patch notes right here. General modes, that's it. So there's like these things, and most of them are nothing. But on this one, like. Here's the patch notes. Like, just an incredible amount of stuff they fixed. This is all about audio. Um, this is technical stuff. Here's the general stuff they fixed. And I noticed this. I noticed a lot of the stuff. It was the menu worked better. Um, it was so much easier to get in the matches. The party system worked better. Um, it was just it was a really good update. I mean, all that stuff. For those of you listening to the podcast, a lot of shit on the screen. It's um, a beefy patch note. Yeah, ton of Got audio stuff, technical, general, gameplay stuff, and they changed levels. Um, they actually moved a spawn location. So they reworked that map, essentially. You could say that map was reworked in 2042 yeah. terms. Yeah. That's pretty New exciting. New map, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, pretty wait darn till, exciting. Wait until the first season for ba or Battlefield comes out. They say new maps, and they just have all the points moved around. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing changed. I wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. But, yeah, so... It, World War Three is in a much better place now. They, I'm a little concerned um, because they haven't said when it's going to go free-to-play. Um, and I feel that it's, it's allegedly you know supposed to be this month and they haven't said anything so like that's just like a that's a little bit troubling in my opinion um that they haven't said when it's going to go live yet but 
this patch they did i could see them wanting this patch out for to test a little bit before it goes free to play which i guess so if i'm looking at like glass half full and like best case scenario like we're we're cool like that they're they're wanting to put this stuff in make these audio changes these gameplay tweaks stuff at the engine level and see how it plays and make sure it's good before Smart, going free to play really. so if, if that's what they're yeah. doing shout out farm 51 Sh yeah, shout yeah. out so yeah i don't know i hope i have high hopes for this game like i've said a ton of times their, their customization is insane the game plays the gun plays decent um and it's been I interesting have... to watch i've not even played the game but it's been interesting to follow their uh their path dude it's been uh, i've been with them since the beginning i've that game I bought the dang thing in 2018 and it's so crazy like how things come full circle and it's it's such a case of deja vu because it, it released in 2018 when everybody was mad at battlefield 5 and they're like oh this could be the yeah. battlefield killer they need to release now and then 2042 is coming out and this game was making a resurgence after it got purchased by my dot games or the rights to it got purchased by that publisher and now everyone it's just it just feels like 2018 like people aren't happy with the battlefield and here's world war three still hanging around still chugging along so i hope they learned and it goes better this time but the atmosphere is great gun and soldier customization top notch the audio doesn't hold it back anymore it's nothing to write home about i had i had three pillars for this game to be like get crash real excited and that was fix the audio, which is not an issue anymore. I hope they keep working on it, but not an issue. And more maps. There's only a couple maps right now in the beta that you can play like TAC Ops on the big mode, which is like Conquest. And then this isn't necessary. It's just my, if I'm being like really greedy and if I'm in charge, I think a, a search and destroy tactical mode with this movement and gunplay would be amazing. Um. I feel right. I feel like a search and destroy mode with like the leaning and then the armor mechanics too. So like when you're suiting up with your team, um you could have it's it's not like a full out hero shooter, but people could set up their loadouts with like the really cool armor and helmet system that they have to to fill different roles on like a search and destroy team and maybe put put ranked in it eventually. But like um you could have, you know, your guys running that you want to defuse. Um, you could have those guys, you know, go super light armor so they're fast and run SMGs. And then if you have a couple guys holding flanks, flank watching and holding back or sniping, you could have, they don't need to be as fast so they could put heavier armor on. Um, for those of you that don't know, it has a really pretty polished armor system where um, you can put heavier armor on that protects you more, but it slows you down. So there could just be some thought, not to the extent of like a rainbow six where we need this operator because they're running this operator on this site. We can counter it like not that deep, which is makes this more accessible, but still you can give an advantage if you've played the game, if you've done your research and learned, like you can, you can, you can have a little bit of an advantage, like picking your loadout and stuff, like having a little bit more thought put into it than just, you know, run it, pick your favorite gun and go. I think it's a perfect game. For an S and D mode as well, and then you would have, you would have like all three things I like. Like you'd have a big sandbox type game to mess around on, um, a TDM to like warm up with, and then if you wanted to sweat, play S and D, all while leveling up the same character to get cool cosmetics that you can mix and match. 
Plus, um, your guns. Like the guns are just the 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 things you can do with your guns are just limitless. It's Nine. like it's like drinks at Sonic. Like there's billions, literal billions. endless opportunities. Pretty much. As soon as it goes free to play, I'm downloading it. Downloading it. All right. Downloading. At free, I would definitely recommend. I it's I hope I just hope it goes better. Um, I hope it goes better this go around. Um, cause, yeah, honestly, they're they're doing a good job, and again, they have an opportunity in the market with 2042 not doing so hot that I think I think it'd be really cool. If they came around. Yep. There you go. lot going on out there quite a bit i was worried that we wouldn't have that much to talk about this week but there's a few few things going on I mean, to talk about there's a lot of things going on individually with each game a lot of things right a lot of things uh could be better but we'll see it's going to be an exciting 2022 i do think for uh first person shooter games until then i'll be playing rebirth and elden ring drink just did all right hi Ooh, that's good. It's got some caramely notes to it. Very knobby and creaky. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for like the prepared topics. Um, that I had. Yeah, I think I'm just. I don't know. I'm just really enjoying making this show. Um, I'm really, I'm really enjoying like just kind of covering the industry as a whole. You know, we're not, we're not tied to one game, which might hurt this, this, this show's growth. I hesitate to call it a show because it's so terrible, but um, the show sucks. But you know, the the podcast has to be amazing for everybody riding around in their car. What do you mean? <laughs> I feel bad because the people in the car we're going to we're, we're to the chat QA now. Like you all can ask questions, but I, I'm afraid we won't be able to hear you. But if you would yeah. like, you could shout out a question. Yeah, scream it somehow. Scream at your maybe. phone. Just scream at your like, phone. Yeah. Like the uh, like the video because one day we will hit sixty nine likes on this show and it's going to be a great day. That's our biggest goal. So yeah, if there's any guy anything you guys want to talk about in the chat, hit us up uh, before we go. We'd love to hear from you. Questions, thoughts. I know I missed some of them uh, while we were talking. Um, for those of you that are here, I really, 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 really appreciate it. The chat is awesome. That's why the chat is on the screen because you guys are important to me and I want you to be a part of the show. One of the reasons like we kind of keep going and don't talk to chat too much during the show is because I want this to be able to go up as a VOD so people can watch it anytime on YouTube and uh, we're not and inter podcast interrupted too much. I'm going to quit talking about the podcast. It's terrible. Um, uh, but yeah, so there's that. And I want people who are here to chat though, chat with each other. I'm um, still, still weigh in on the topics because then when people go back to watch this, they'll see what you guys are saying. And then you guys are part of the show and it's important to me. So thank you for being here. Seth. Thank you for chatting. And Seth I don't think there's last any... first person shooter you were satisfied with at launch. Elden Ring. <laughs> I didn't. It's not a first person <laughs> shooter crash, so I can't say that. I, so, I figured I've you were going to get it in I've, there. I have been very satisfied with that game. Last one I was satisfied with was probably... Like completely, like this is amazing. I want to play this. 
for the rest of my life was Battlefield 1. Really? Yep. Dude, that's such a good question. That was the last um, one. Not the first one, but the last one. You want to know a follow-up question to that that I struggle with? What's your favorite map from Battlefield 1? That's impossible to answer that question. True. Because every, every map in Battlefield 1, there was so much variety and character to each of the maps. It's like each map was... Uh, dude, there was just so much depth in those maps and immersion in each one. Like from Fort DeVoe to... Uh, gosh. The, the base launch maps for that game were just incredible. I could go back and play those right now on repeat. And then... The DLCs, like there was a few of them that kind of disappointed me that I didn't love, but every DLC had a map or two that just stuck with me, you know? Honestly, I get emotional, like going back to Battlefield 1. Like, do you remember that? How hyped you'd get for like a for like oh, a DLC? Because it'd be like, instead of just like Amp. one map trickle fed or whatever, like you'd get like four or five maps and it's just like, hell, dude, you get so excited for, for those. And they were so, so big great. and they looked good. And like they were fun to learn, and you got like four of them all at once to like figure out and play. It just was so cool. I missed that. Yep. But Battlefield Five missed that. They 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 didn't do it as well as Battlefield One did it. That's because nobody working on that team was uh was on Battlefield One. So what was the and last five. first person shooter you were satisfied with at launch? <laughs> Each doesn't count. Ooh. Battlefield 1 was a good one. Uh, it shouldn't be this hard to think of. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be this hard to think of. I would have to say Call of Duty 2019 Modern Warfare. I, that's I was going to, about to say that was that's a very close second. And only because it only because it's it's the last one. Like I was very happy with Battlefield One. Honestly, Battlefield One was the tipping point that turned me from a Call of Duty Andy to a to a Battlefield Chad. Um, like because that was like Infinite Warfare, and then so, Battlefield One. That dude, do you yep. remember that trailer? The Battlefield One trailer. I still watch that sometimes, like, because yep. it's so amazing. And the game followed up with it. Twenty forty two had cool trailers, and the game is nothing like the trailers. Sucked. Um, but yeah, I Modern thought Warfare twenty nineteen was right there though, because I dropped in and immediately enjoyed Gunfight. Like I played the alpha for Gunfight. I'm like, ooh, I can't wait till this drops because I'm gonna play more of this. Yeah, you know? and true. I just I loved it. I never like complained. I don't remember complaining about it. So I guess that would have been the last one I was pretty satisfied with. Yep. There was frustrating parts of Modern Warfare 2019 for me, though. But outside of gunfight, though. But... Yeah. There... There... Nothing frustrated me about Battlefield 1. Nothing. The only thing that got somewhat frustrating in Battlefield 1 for me, and it, and it, it didn't happen immediately, was uh, eventually a few of the maps, and you know what I'm talking about, People would spam tank grenades like it was their jobs. It was just like, two, two, two. The nade spam was insane. But that's the only negative that I've got. Yep. That the nade spam, the nade spam was real for a while. 
Um, let's let's check in. You forgot about this, didn't you? He has not accepted my follow. Oh, um, he did not accept the follow. That's well, sad. We'll check back next week. We tried, guys. We we want to we want to get don't forget. <laughs> we want to get more of this guy's hot takes on uh, on UI and UX design and how good Battlefield 2042 was. So, yeah, for those of you who are new to the stream, if you've come in in the last however many godforsaken hours this thing's been going on, uh, <laughs> this is the guy that tweeted that Elden Ring uh, UX was terrible, and he worked on 2042, was a lead designer, and he made his uh, Twitter private for now and i tried to follow him uh, and it's yeah. pending we gilded him in to trying to follow him we were going to check and see we're going to check it at the end of the show him, and uh nothing. nope nothing. dude yeah seth bad company 3 would be so cool that game had a ton of character and that's a game you could not not do a campaign yeah, that would be that would be really cool get a lot of people excited i have no clue what the next battlefield is going to be like i i I don't know what they don't they even do. care at this point. Not they, really. They've got to. They got to. They got to have a come to Jesus and get their crap together. No, your uh, ticker's I, in the wrong spot again. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, I fixed it. God. Oh. Just to okay. show you. Just to show you that I fixed it. Okay, I believe you. You don't have to. I mean, all the podcasters are like, "Why is that ticker still <laughs> up there?" <laughs> All the podcast were, listeners are like, please fix it. <laughs> God, this show sucks. But it sucks. Anyway, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. I super super enjoyed it. Anybody else want to add? Cuss, discuss, call me an idiot. I can take it. We'll allow You're an it. Idiot. I'm gonna have a little bit more bourbon. Are you Are you playing any games now? Tonight? Later? Here? I'm probably gonna go crash. It's been a long Monday. That's my name. Dude. I'm gonna go crash, crash. It's been a Monday. That is for damn sure it's been a Monday. Yes. But yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure if I'll stream anymore tonight or not. I'm kinda tired as well. If I did it would be over on twitch.tv slash crash eight. Um follow one through seven we're taken. You think this is bad? Should see you should see the Twitch streams. Uh, but anyway, Ooh. links, yeah, links to all that stuff are in the description. I think, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I think the link to the podcast BS is also in the description too. Um, but yeah, Gosh. we'll, uh, over here on the scope, we will keep, we'll keep our ears to the ground. See what kind of news we have to talk about next week. Um, I hope we're not talking about what the scoreboard broke in battlefield 2042. Um, <laughs> hopefully Hopefully that thing works. Um, if it doesn't break something, it's, that means it went smooth and we'll have nothing to talk about. So Yeah, we'll probably talk about bourbon, and you'll probably talk about Elden Ring, and, I'll, and I'll talk about Siege, and then yep. everybody will leave, and we'll just drink bourbon. Yep. It is. It's whatever. I can handle it. So anyway, guys, thank you so much. You made it to the end of the show. What the hell are you doing? I love you for it. See you guys in a week. We'll be live again. Just still stay up as a VOD. So if you missed anything, you can go back. Hopefully you can scroll through and see what's going on there. You can see what the chat had to say. 
and i guess hit a like on your way out if you don't mind I smash the like button on the way out of here come on now don't break your screen or your mouse but you, I mean, you can you can hit one it like you we'll mean it there. one day we'll get there yep and just like everybody knows the goal for this show is to get to 69 likes in a stream one day Could you imagine wow and happen so all right guys have an awesome week and uh we'll see you on the good. other side see you on the fun. other side bye